the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the Word? Praise Him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast to pray as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Rightfully Ours. God's Word presents us an opportunity to receive and achieve everything that God said that He has for us. Through God's Word, our Father is inviting us to receive and achieve everything that He has prepared for us. Things that His Word says are rightfully ours. Well, since God's Word is absolutely true, we might as well believe it so that we can receive and achieve all the things that God has made available to me and you, especially since those things are rightfully ours. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Rightfully Ours. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. If you got a Bible, which I invite you to turn to John chapter 10. Come on, let's dive back into this word that God gave me to give to you. And that is rightfully ours. Because God wants us to understand the things that are rightfully ours so we can begin to conduct ourselves in life like they really are rightfully ours so that we can go ahead and not hold back and hesitate about going into stepping into this life. That's great. We're going to read the foundational text, John chapter 10, starting with verse 7, do a brief review, make it verse 9, do a brief review, then we'll move forward into today's stuff, which I'm telling you is going to be a blessing to you. If you got an ear to hear what the Lord's going to say to you, John chapter to 10, verse 9, you see that the letters in red, you know this is what Jesus says, so he ain't ever lied, and he ain't going to start now. Verse 9 says, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved. I got any folk in the house that's saved. Praise God. And you ought to shout about it. Go ahead and shout about it. Praise God. Glory to God. But not only are you saved, but notice there's an and behind that. Praise God, which means your salvation is not the end of the conversation. There's even more that God has in store for the folk that's saved. Once again, I got anybody here that's saved? Oh, my God. Well, here's it. This and fits you then. It says, and shall go in and out and find pastures. And shall go in and out find pastures. Which means you have the opportunity to be able to go out and find the green pastures that God has in store for you. Lay in those green pastures that God got planned for you. To be able to go by those still waters from which he wants you to drink from. He wants you to step into things that was never available to you back in the world that you was from. God wants you to step into a brand new life that is wonderful for you. That'll cause you to be blessed on top of blessed on top of blessed like he wants you to. But, of course, it's important for you to understand that these things have been made available to you, but it's not an automatic for you. That's why it says in the next verse, the thief cometh not before to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am coming that they might have life and they might have it more abundantly. Now, right after he tells us about this open door that's available for me and you, where we can go in and out and find pasture because of the salvation that's been received by me and you. He comes right after that and talks about how it is that there's a thief that cometh to st- not before to steal, kill and destroy <laughs> 
There's somebody that's trying to block you, stop you from stepping into every of these wonderful things that God has in store for you. Somebody's trying to curtail you from moving forward and do things that the word tells you that it'll do for you. But the question is, is will you let him do what he do? Now, many people do. Look at your neighbor and say, he ain't talking about you. Amen. Many people do. But at the same time, the rest of us, we continue to allow the Lord to be our shepherd. We allow, <clears throat> I said, we allow the Lord to be our shepherd. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. We let the Lord be our shepherd. And because we let the Lord be our shepherd, he came so that we might have life and we might have it more abundantly. That if we follow his lead, then we'll step into a life where there is no need, where we can have abundance of life like God wants us to do. Isn't that good news? Might not be for you, but it's flat out good news for me, too. Praise God. God wants us to be able to live a life of abundance. That's what he said. Praise God. I came that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly, which means I don't care what kind of life you got. It can be more abundant. I don't care how many good things going on in your life. They can be more abundant. I don't care what is going on in your life that is that looks like life and might even be a part of life. There's more life that's waiting on you. Only question is, is will you allow him to lead you like he wants you to do? into the life that he has in store for you so that you can step through this open door of opportunity that's made available to you. He said, I came that they might have life. Might means an opportunity. Means that there's a choice that you got to make, which means if you make the right choice and you'll step into this life that God has in store for you. You don't make the right choice, then the thief will come and steal and kill from you and make sure he destroys any opportunity for you to step into what God has in store for you. But everybody say, I ain't listening to that devil. I'm listening to the Lord. Come on, you got to put some flavor on it. I'm listening to the Lord. Praise God. Amen. God needs you to listen to the Lord so that the Lord can be able to cause you into a life, step into a life that you'll never be bored. One that'll be able to bless you beyond your wildest comprehension. Whereas you'll have apprehension of the things that God has in store for you. You know those things that he already said yea and amen to? Those things that he already said that he wants to do? Them things that he has already agreed that this is what he want to do for you, let you know about what he wants to do for you, but he still is waiting on many people to allow him to do for them what he wants to do. Why is that? Because they don't cooperate with him. They don't really believe that the things that God has for them are rightfully theirs. They don't really believe that the thing that God has for them, he, he, he has for them because he really cares. They don't believe he cares about them that much, that he would do those things for them. But everybody say, that ain't my problem. Because I believe. Yeah, I believe. See, we want to be a people that believe so we can receive the things God has in store for me. Cause he, and you. But, amen. I ain't going to stop it at me. Me and you. Praise God. Because he said, I have not seen, ear have not heard, nor have it entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those that God, that, that God, that God loves. We already know that that word prepare means made ready, which means these things are already ready. These things are waiting on you. Good to see you, sis. These things are waiting on you to be able to be able to bless your life like God wants you to do. Now, the question is, will you let God be God and let him do what he do? We've been working on one of the things that it is rightfully ours, and that is answered prayer. Well, before you get bored with that, oh, answered prayer. Well, well, if you knew that, why don't you pray? Praise God. And even more important, why don't you get your answers? Praise God. Hallelujah. So I'd lit up if I was you. Praise God. Because something holding up the prayer is being answered by you, for you. Now, the question is, is what is it? Now, I'm going to explain it to you a little bit today. And that is that we have the right to answer prayer. You need to believe that you have a right to answer prayer. That when the prayer leave your mouth, it will not fall south, but it will go and move up and do what God said do. It will accomplish everything that it's sent to do. You need to believe that. That you ain't got to get a prayer up to heaven. No, you know how to do is get it out of your mouth in faith. That's all you got to do. If you get it out of your mouth, God will hear what, he, what you say, and he'll come through for you on that given day. 
Oh, yes, he will. We've been working more recently about the right to answer prayer when in trouble. Now, I know y'all don't ever get in trouble. You ain't never been in trouble. You ain't never had no trouble in middle of life. I know. Just take good notes for your friends. Praise God, because your friends always come to you in their trouble. And you can be able to help them out in the midst of their trouble. I know you don't know nothing about this, but at the same time, it's good to know this anyway. Just, just in case somebody we know and love comes by us with trouble in their lives too. We find out God answers our prayers in times of trouble. In fact, we found out that the psalmist said, I cried out to the Lord, called, addressed him by name. What's his name? Yeah, act like you know him now. What's his name? Amen. Amen. Praise God. Jesus. That's a, that's a pretty good safe answer. His name is Jesus. Praise God. And if we just call out on the name of the Lord of Jesus, he hears us and he'll answer us. Last time we got together, we found out when he hears us, he eyes us, which means he focuses on us and begins to pay attention to us. Why? Because he wants to come through for us. He found out the first thing that we can do once we know that is we can go ahead and lay down and get us some sleep. Because we know if God never sleeps, never slumbers, then let him stay up and handle it. Praise God. We're going to sleep. Praise God. Hallelujah. And we found out the second thing we do is that we're not afraid. Why be afraid when God is with us? When, especially when we know how much he loves us. Because, you know, perfect love casts out fear. And so the only reason why we still have this fear is because we really don't believe that God is near. Or that God loves us like he said he'll do. But, baby, if you ever understood how much God loved you, you'd never let another fear stay with you. Because you would understand God's going to come through for you. That's why he told us, hold fast to your confidence, because it has great recompense of reward. But you have to have faith and patience in order to be able to receive your reward. Because we found out last time, your stuff don't always come automatic right away. Praise God. Amen. It ain't like no little, 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 little chick going to come down in a, in a bathing suit, you know, sparkling and stuff like that and with wings on her back and wave a wand over your head and cause the trouble to go back. No, no, it's going to happen, but you just got to be patient. God's going to do what he said he's going to do. That's why you can go ahead and go to sleep knowing that God's got you, knowing that God's going to do it if you, come, if, you, if you just have the patience he said to because answer prayer is rightfully ours. Psalms number 191. Psalms number 91. We love the Lord. Anybody here love the Lord? Good. And that makes you eligible for what I'm about to talk about. Psalms number 91. If you don't love the Lord, hurry up and love the Lord. Praise God. So you can become eligible for what I'm about to talk about. Psalms number 91. See, we have a promise from God of receiving answers to the prayers that, that, that we need, especially in times of need. God will answer our prayers, especially in times of need. I'll show you one of the reasons why. Psalms number 91, let's begin reading in stanza number 14. The Lord speaking in, re- in relationship to the psalmist. He's talking about the psalmist. You know, before the Thomas was talking about him, but once you hit stanza 14, God talks about the psalmist. Stanza number 14, he said, because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. He is talking about the person that set his love upon me. He shall call upon me and I will answer him and I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him with long life. Will I torture him and show, huh? Satisfy him. So this means you ain't going to have no torturous life. You're going to have a satisfied life. Everybody say, ah, with long life. Will I satisfy him? And show him my salvation. That word salvation right there is talking about deliverance. Abstractly it means deliverance. Praise God. I like that. God will give you deliverance. 
Who's you? The one that has set his affection upon him. The one that has set his affection upon him. Well, God will come through for you when you cry out. God will come through for you when you pray. Because you set your affection on him. He said it right there. He said, I was reading again, standard number 14. Because he has set his affection on me, therefore will I deliver him. Therefore will I deliver him. Not because he got the power. God's got the power. He got the power. But at the same time, that ain't the reason why he's going to come through. Amen. Work with me now. Don't get mad at me while I teach real good here. And it's not because he loves you solely. Because he didn't say because I love you. He said because he set his affection on me. Is that what they said? We read it again. Because he has set his because he has set his love upon me, I will deliver him. Which means it ain't because he loves you solely. Somebody say we have to cooperate in this. God already loves you. That's an automatic. It's an everlasting love. That's why he wants to do what he wants to do for you. But what allows him to do what he do for you is because you set your affection on him. Y'all don't want to work with me up in here. Is anybody here ever loved somebody that didn't love them back? Did you hold something back because they didn't love you back? You quit, you're lying and you know it. Praise God. Everybody did. Everybody has held something back from somebody because they didn't love them back. Because they didn't play them the way they were supposed to. Everybody has. Praise God. Hallelujah. Even God. Because that's where you got it from. Because God loves you already. He wants to come through for you. But until you set your love upon him, he can't come through for you. Is that deep? That's deep. That's deep. Because you set your love upon him. See, we love God. And we love God enough to be able to know that God loves us too. The reason why we know we can love God is because God loves us first. And because we love God and set our affections upon God, God said, I'll come through for you. When we set our love upon God, what we actually do is tap into the love that he has for me and you. When we love God, what actually happens is we tap into the love that he has in store for us. We get on the same frequency, if you're listening to me up in here. Well, God will honor us when we pray, because we're not, we're on the same frequency. I love him, he loves me. That's why he'll come through for me. It's because I love him. You love God, he loves you. And once you operate like you love God and do what, uh, what, 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 what he wants you to do, because love is equated by God as obedience, Love is equated by God as obedience. Then that allow you him to be able to come through for you. Like my children love me. I know they do. Because whenever they have a need. They come straight over. Stay with me. And let me be me. They come over. And let me be me. I'm their father. I love them. As a father I come through for them. That's an automatic. That ain't even a question. But if they don't won't let me come through for them, then they stopping me from being me, which demonstrates they don't have the love for me that they supposed to. Because if they had the love for me that they were supposed to, then they would let me be me and let me do what I do rather than torture me and not allow me to do what I would do. And a lot of us are sitting back, in essence, torturing God. Letting God watch us go through all kind of crap that he can solve just like that. But we won't even ask him. We're too prideful to be able to love, to, to be able to come, come to God and ask him. But God has already promised you, if you set your affection upon me and you in trouble, just call upon me. I will deliver you. I, I, I will deliver you. That's what he said. Show you my salvation. That word salvation also means, I like this, 
It also means something said. It also means something said, something said. It's inferring that he'll do what he said he'll do when you pray what he said to me, to me and you. He'll, he'll do what he said he'll do when we pray what he said. When we pray what he said, he'll do what he said. If, when we pray what he said, he'll do what we said. That goes back to we got to pray according to his will, though. See, God answers when we, when we call. When we call, the Lord will answer. Because he loves us like that. And we love him enough to let him do what he want to do. Isaiah chapter 58, please. Oh, yeah, my children love me. Because in that area, they will let me be me. They're still learning how to do it in other areas. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm also a giver of wisdom. They're learning how to receive it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm also a giver of direction. They're learning how to receive it. Praise God. Just like some of us are still learning how to receive provision from God. Isaiah chapter 58. See, when we call the the Lord will answer us. At least that's what he said. Now we're going to look at verse number nine, but I'm going to focus on the A part because he's saying some other things at the same time, but I just want to draw out what he said there. Now I'm going to read the whole thing, but we're going to go back and focus on the A part. Isaiah chapter 58 verse nine says, then shall they call and the Lord shall answer. Thou shall cry and he shall say, here I am. If thou take away from the midst of thee, the yoke, the putting forth of the finger, and the speaking vanity. Now that's the part we're not going to focus on. Because then I got to go through that whole list of stuff and explain stuff. I ain't got time to be explaining at a time like this. I want to focus on the front part. Then shall thou call and the Lord shall answer. Thou shall cry and he shall say, he named me, here I am. Now when we call, the Lord will answer. That's shouting ground all by itself. Because that word, that word cry or call is a, a prayer word. That means that we, when we pray to God, he'll answer. God says, when you speak to me, I'll answer thee. When you speak to me, I'll answer thee. Let me read it out of the Bible in basic English. It might help it a little bit, the A part of this in the Bible in basic English. It says, then at the sound of your voice, the Lord will give an answer. At your cry, he will say, here am I. At the sound of your voice, you know, the Lord knows your voice. He can distinguish my voice from your voice and your voice from the person next to you's voice and everybody else around you. He can distinguish the difference between the two. You can't fool God by trying to pretend like you're somebody else. God knows you and God will answer your voice. Somebody say your voice is my voice and God will answer me. Yes, he will. God knows your voice. You won't be like, who that? <laughs> no, God ain't gonna be like who that and you. God knows you. He made you. And he knows when you're talking to him too. And at the sound of your voice, the Lord will give an answer. At your cry, he will say, Here I am. Now, y'all didn't like that one. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 30. Let's try that one. Maybe this one will work a little bit better. Praise God. That one worked for me. I can close up shop on that one right there, but I ain't. Praise God. Close up shop, passed off from bucket. Praise God. Hallelujah. But I got more. I got more. You know me. I got more. Isaiah chapter 30. God promises that he hears us. Prayer. Hears us when we pray. And he also promises that he'll answer us when we pray. That's good news. Isaiah chapter 30 verse 19. It says, for the people shall dwell in Zion. At Jerusalem. 
thou shalt weep no more. He will be very gracious unto thee at the voice of thy cry. When he shall hear it, he will answer thee. Notice what he said. I'll read it one more time. Going toward the middle. He will be very gracious unto thee at the voice of thy cry. When he shall hear it, he will answer thee. Now, everybody know God's gracious. God's always gracious. But he said, I'll be gracious unto thee at the voice of thy cry. I'll be gracious unto thee at the voice of thy cry. Which means the gracious God, who is always gracious, said, I'll be gracious to you when you cry. Because when you, remember I said there's a connection that's made. Because when you set your affections on him and he already has affection for you, when you set your love upon him and he already got love for you, then there's a, you're on the same frequency. There's a connection that's now made. Which means that he says, I'm already gracious, but now I can be gracious to you because you prayed to me. Which, does that mean then that there's a lot of graciousness that could have been extended into your life that has not yet been extended into your life? Because you have not prayed. When in James must know what he's talking about when he said you have not because you ask not. And when you ask, you ask to miss. But let's work on your ass. Have not because you ask not. Because there was grace that God could have extended into your life if you'd have just went to him. Just like my children. There's many times, excuse me, I apologize. There was a few times that they held up coming to me when they was going through something. And I, 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 I was very perturbed. Not that they was going through it, but that you mean you stayed in that? When all you had to do was come talk to me? How long you been gone? Don't answer me. Don't answer me. You know, just, just what, what, do you, what do you need? What do you need? Because that's irritating to find out that they got all this provision, all this access to provision, and you won't use it? How about this? Let's go. Let's read it again. Read it again. God says, at the voice of thy cry, when he shall hear it, he'll answer thee. Now, the image that he's trying to portray, the images of a racer springing from the blocks when they hear the sound of a starter's pistol. Imagine a racer down in the blocks, muscles rippling. They're ready to run, ready to go do what they think, but they can't move until they hear the sound of that starter pistol. Once they hear pop, they're ready to, ready to run. They wouldn't be on the track if they wasn't ready to run. They ready. They just waiting on the sound of the starter pistol and then they gone. Well, just like that runner moves at the sound of the starter pistol to come out of the blocks to win the race. God moves at the voice of our prayers to answer them. Because you imagine you sit God sitting there up in heaven just listening when you say, Father, in the name of Jesus. He said, OK, what you going to attach to that? Because I need you to. Come on, see it. Come on, see it. Just like that runner moves at the sound of the starter pistol and comes out of the blocks to be able to win the race, God moves at the voice of our prayer to answer it. Well, that's all the way up time for today. Hope that you were blessed by what the Word of God had to say. Hope even more that you're learning that the promises made in God's Word are rightfully ours, especially since God's Word is always true. He really wants to do those things for me and you. So let's believe God's word is true and do what he tells us in his word to do so that the promises that he made to us in his word can actually be received by me and you. Promises that are rightfully ours. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. 
That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio and surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation and you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed when you do. I guarantee you. And speaking of coming through, I invite all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to a very beneficial fellowship that's held at Word of Faith just for you. Especially if your desire is to draw closer to one another and to have a better marriage. We invite all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Covenant Partners Fellowship tomorrow evening. It's a monthly marriage seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio that'll help the marriages here in San Antonio. It's a monthly marriage seminar that you don't have to fly away to or pay half to pay to go to. It's free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the married people that's done on the third Friday of every month where the wildest wedded folks in San Antonio and surrounding areas come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that'll help them take your marriage to another level. So come on through. You go from being married to happily married, I guarantee you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until, hey, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. So come on and spend one evening out of the month investing in your marriage so that it could be as good as God designed it to be and get even better than you ever thought it could be. Whether both of you come or one of you come, just come on through. You'll be so glad you did that is with or without your boo. And by the way, your boo is the one you're married to. I look forward to seeing you and your boo this Friday at the Covenant Partners Fellowship at Word of Faith. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.